0: We're going to move right along now and go all the way to the US. A lot of us stayed up late last night to watch what was happening after the Milwaukee Bucks decided to boycott their game against the Magic and then we were told that other teams were locked in meetings and before we knew it, the NBA uh, officially announced that all the games for the night had been called off and of course this was um, in the wake of the shooting of uh, Jacob Blake who was shot seven times from the back and left paralyzed. But we joined on the line by a freelance journalist of the New York Times and the Athletics, Erica Ayala just to give us an update on what's going on and get her views on what is surely a watershed moment for sport. Erica, good evening and thank you very much for speaking to us here in South Africa.
1: Yes, good evening. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you. Maybe before we get into what happened in the NBA and with other sporting codes last night, can you just maybe give us a sense of how the reaction has been in the U.S. following the shooting of Jacob Blake? Wow. Um, it's
1: been mixed. For sure. Unfortunately, the United States have been reeling since the death of Breonna Taylor, the murder of Breonna Taylor, and also of George Floyd.
0: Okay, okay. let's just, sorry, um, Erica, we're just going to try and get you on a better line there. Apologies for that. We just keep losing her there. So um, I think it's an important conversation to have, and we're going to try and get her on a better line. I guess I can give you an update from the Orlando Stadium. After 65 minutes, it is uh, sundowns one. Kaiser Chiefs nil there in uh, the top of the table up Premiership clash. Uh, uh, it was Gaston Serena with the goal after a wonderful backfield assist from Temba Zwane There was another game earlier today between Bidvest Vets and uh, Bloemfontein Celtic, and uh, that game ended 1 1. Both goals coming from the penalty spot with uh, Keegan Ricci and Dumiso Be- Mabena scoring in the first half. We've got Erica back on the line. Sorry about that, Erica. We were just losing you. You were just telling us about the reaction um, in, in the US.
1: Yes. Uh, So I was mentioning that we've been reeling since the murder of Breonna Taylor in uh, Kentucky and also George Floyd in Minnesota. So unfortunately, to have another death um, at the hands of law enforcement in Wisconsin, I think, quite honestly, was just one too many in, in a very short period. And we've seen that athletes here in the United States have really taken up the charge.
0: And we saw what happened in the NBA last night. Firstly, that's when it started. I've described it as a watershed moment for sport. Did you guys see it coming that they would actually go that far as to boycott their games?
1: In talking with other reporters, especially NBA reporters, there had been conversations um, that perhaps this would be something that um, one, if not all of the teams, as what we saw, would do. And I think that's because the NBA, but particularly the WNBA, the Women's League, have been very active, and a part of their return to sports has been focused on social justice. Mm-hmm.
0: And with the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, maybe just to give us some background, why was it them in the men's NBA that took the stance?
1: So that is a great question. And I think it's because the Milwaukee team is in the the same state, is in Wisconsin. Nice. And those athletes, those players, although they may not uh, be from Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin themselves, that's where they make their living, and that's the community that they're connected to. And so uh, from what I'm hearing, the Milwaukee team in particular wanted to show that they are supportive, especially of the black and brown fans that they have, and that they are um, supportive of those that are up in arms and upset about the shooting of Jacob Blake.
0: Some might say it's just basketball players, but you've mentioned that uh, these are people that come from communities. These are fathers. They are brothers. I mean, some of them have had incidents with the police, like many of us, because of the color of our skins. But these are also people who do a lot in their communities, these athletes, um, Erica. And I guess their actions are understandable and commendable.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that's an excellent point that you make. Um, We also have to remember that there are professional athletes that have had run-ins, run-ins with law enforcement themselves. So it's not just that they have family members who look like the victims of police violence. Unfortunately, we have athletes, uh, black and brown athletes, that play in the United States that have also been subject to this type of violence.
0: Mm -hmm. and you've mentioned that the wnba players have not been shy to come out and express their views and so have the male players and does it also help maybe that they're in a bubble where there seems to just be a spirit of togetherness power and some unity and they can meet anytime they want to
1: i think in the case of the wnba that is something that a lot of those athletes have said is a value added and quite frankly, why the WNBA even agreed to have a season at all. Uh, That was one of the conditions with which the women um, made sure to express with the league. I think there are conversations, though, that because everyone else in the United States, as unfortunately we're still dealing with coronavirus, um, as everyone else is kind of locked into these basketball games, it's kind of an escape. And unfortunately, the majority of Sports fans uh, believe that sports should be separate from, from what's happening in their community. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there is a little bit of a, of, a, of a give and take as far as how much, and even for the players themselves, how much they want and need this season to be about basketball so that they can uh, have an escape from some of the heavier issues versus because of everything that, and that's happening in this country in particular, um, that maybe this is an opportunity while all the cameras are on basketball, to do some good.
0: On that note, someone might ask, what will boycotting a basketball game change?
1: And that's a great question. I think Charles Barkley, former NBA player himself, said it best, is that it it means different things to different individuals. But I think ultimately, what we have seen in the United States is that we started to, unfortunately, take, the coronavirus very seriously once we saw the National Basketball Association cancel games. And perhaps the good that this will do is that perhaps once and for all, the United States will take racism and police violence seriously because the National Basketball Association canceled games.
0: For those who are just joining our conversation, we are chatting to Erica Ayala, who is a freelance journalist for the New York Times and the Athletics. And uh, we're just talking about uh, what happened in uh, U.S. sport last night with a number of sporting codes uh, postponing or calling off their events after after the Milwaukee Bucks boycotted their game against the Magic in protest over the shooting of Jacob, Blacks at the hand, Jacob uh, Blake at the hand of the police. We've got some voice notes that have come through on 061-4104-107. Let's hear those.
2: So this is High in Islanda. I am seriously inspired body by the sincere, genuine, comradely and brotherly actions of our American brothers. In particular, those who sparked this form of protest in defense of the dignity of the black man. I am seriously inspired. I am only hoping that we can follow cause as South Africans in our own ways, of course. One really wonders as to what is happening in the minds of those few racists who refuse to take the knee in support of this Kana, noble action. Have a good evening, Puti. Marlo.
0: Thanks, Matoaka, there for that uh, voice note. Erica. it's led to a domino effect now. We've mentioned the WNBA also taking the stance, MLB, MLS. Does it talk to a sense of unity then from these different sporting codes?
1: I I hope it does. Uh, This is unprecedented in, in this country. We have not seen the likes of this not for anything on, on the spectrum of social justice, I should say. We've rallied as a country after 9-11, and I was at the first baseball game in the United States after 9-11, and that was a, a, a rallying cry. And we've had things on, on a nationalism tip. But for whatever reason, racial injustice, um, and social injustice doesn't always rise to the lever level, excuse me, of nationalism and pride, and really trying to, as a country, get that together, somewhat to the, the point that the caller was making. That hopefully this will be a, a moment, not just for the United States, but for other places, to really inspire um, a country and, and an entire uh, community of people to to really take action.
0: Well, the athletes can only do so much, and I've heard uh, uh, throughout the night some of the analysts were saying now that the focus must turn to the team owners. It's up to them to do something now. Uh, Why is now the spotlight turning to the team owners? Is it because they're influential, they've got power, they've got the money?
1: Yes, yes and yes. Yes to all of those things. But I think it's also that we have to remember that owners and the league front office put together uh, a bubble season um, a, a single site season for the NBA again a, a amid a worldwide pandemic um, there is a lot of conversation about if sports even makes sense right now um, because of the, the the dangers that potentially could arise and so I think now we want owners in particular to find ways to be responsible with what they ask of their athletes, even whilst athletes are saying that there are focuses that are more important than basketball.
0: The Bucks released a video statement a couple of hours ago. That's when we saw it here in South Africa. And they are asking for the cops to be prosecuted after that incident with Jacob Blake. What is the status of this matter, of this case?
1: So I'm, I'm not exactly sure the most recent status. But yes, you're starting to see that the Milwaukee Bucks and other teams Um, and other coordinated efforts are being made to make sure that there are charges and that that there is a a process, um, a criminal process. But we've also seen that before. We saw that uh, for George Floyd, Mm -hmm. uh, the community coming, speaking forward, so the Timberwolves and the Minnesota Lynx. We also saw that and continue to see that for Breonna Taylor, who the Attorney General of Kentucky was just at the Republican National Convention, at the Republican National Convention but has not brought justice to Breonna Taylor's family by uh, indicting and prosecuting the officers that shot
0: her. Now, what is the status of the NBA? What happens to the upcoming matches?
1: And we're waiting to find out. Uh, there are already calls to cancel the season. Um, there are already calls that No games will be played, and I suppose that the front office in the NBA is trying to figure all of that out, and I think it's the same for the women's league as well. I do know in the WNBA that there are varying perspectives of if now taking this moment, while all eyes are focused on basketball, if there's some good that can be done. I don't know for either league if that will mean actually playing games, but I do uh, feel strongly um, and believe that both the NBA and the WNBA, whatever happens next, there will be powerful statements coming from the players themselves.
0: And what message, as we wrap up, Erika, does it send to the world? The fact that the NBA season has been stopped by racism and not COVID nineteen. Uh,
1: that's a really great question. I think it shows how important it is to have a unified voice and how inspirational it can be. I was so glad to to be on South African radio because the first time I went to South Africa was just as Barack Obama won the Iowa caucus mm. uh, in 2008. And I remember just the pride, the overwhelming pride that the country of South Africa had when they found out I was from America and that I was black and that there was something happening in my country uh, that had... The ability to impact the world, and it's so wild that I'm on on this program now talking all these years later for what could be another moment just like that
0: is it also another moment a lot of people have compared it to the nineteen sixty eight Olympic black Power salute does it does does it seem like that does it feel like that
1: I think it could be that moment as well. What I hope we have learned as a country, we being the United States, is that we were in the wrong for um, ostracizing um, and for not supporting those athletes when they came home. That continues to be a point of contention. Our federation in the United States does not promote athletes um, making such protests as a lot of other countries. But I hope now that we're we're showing that this country through the NBA and through the WNBA, through black athletes, is showing that uh, the time is always right to do the right thing.
0: Okay, let's take one voice note before we wrap up our conversation. Good
2: evening, dear member. I didn't know anything about the story of Parks, but now since I saw the letter from Naomi Osaka that she's not going to play the semifinals that side, Now I think this is going to be something big as what has happened before to George Floyd. Thanks, ma'am.
0: Thanks Tulani and thanks for reminding us about that. Naomi Osaka pulling out of a semi-final, uh, saying that she's taking a stand against racial injustices. How has the reaction been to her withdrawal, Erika?
1: Yes, I'm very glad that that caller mentioned that. And I think that's such an important a piece of this conversation as well, because while the NBA and the WNBA are collective, they're people, uh, a collective group of people, we're starting to see individual athletes and athletes that compete independently also do that. And I think that speaks to the greater message that is black bodies are not only for entertainment, especially when black bodies, in this country in the United States are not appreciated when they're not on a tennis court or a basketball court.
0: Oh, thanks for the insight, Erica. Thank you very much for taking our call and speaking to us here in South Africa. This uh, 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 case has also hit us hard here. We've got our own issue that we're still dealing with here in South Africa so uh, we, c- we can understand the frustrations of what's happening especially with the black community in the US. Thank you all. Oh, we've got one more voice note. Let me just play this before we finish. Okay, do we have it? Okay, you can send them to 061-4104-107. Those are the voice notes. And we're also going to speak to former Cricket SAC or Mr. Harun Logad. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, I think that's where we'll leave it then. Our conversation with Erica, a freelance journalist of the New York Times and the Athletics. Thanks again, Erica. Okay, let's... Go. <coughs> at SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Before we speak to Mr. Haroon Loggat, let's just play this clip of sports analyst Kenny Smith, who was walking off set. He's a former player as well. He played for the Hawks, the Rockets and the Pistons and the Orlando Magic as well as the Denver Nuggets.
1: Kenny, this is, this is tough. I mean, right now my head is like ready to explode, like just in the thoughts of what's going on. And uh, I don't know if I'm even appropriate enough to say it, what the, what the players are feeling and how they're feeling. And um, I haven't talked to any of the players. I'm just, like, coming in, even, like, driving here and getting into, into, the, into the studio, hearing calls and people talking. And for me, I think the biggest thing now is to kind of As a black man, as a former player, I think it's best for me to support the players and just not be here tonight. And figure out what happens after that. I I just don't show up quickly.
0: Well, that was the the clip then of uh, Kenny Smith, former player who also played for the atlanta hawks uh the houston rockets and uh, the pistons they're also sharing his frustrations and there was also that emotional statement from uh, doc rivers uh, the coach there i mean the man was in uh, tears when he was talking about uh black lives matter and and how he feels about uh, this whole situation